Greetings and beyond video and welcome back to this episode of Good Job Adventures. Last time around, Arthos, Owl, Roth, and Elagos found themselves within Bathosar's bathhouse, wherein they both mingled with its eponymous matron and utilized the amenities within. Meanwhile, I can only surmise that Arthos managed to find a way to sabotage the generator, seeing as how the power just went out. Now, with the power shut down, the interlopers opted to use the quote-unquote secret maintenance tunnels to delve further into my mountainous domain. Welcome back to Good Job Adventures. I know that the party's still kind of semi-divided. This time, we're going to start off with everyone in the party who's not Arthos, as they are poking around the not-so-secret secret maintenance tunnels. The party's making their way through, through the secret tunnel. They are illuminated by, I think it was, Roth's uh, Flame Tongue and Elagos, you cast Produce Flame. So, as the party is just kind of making their way through this otherwise dank, desolate tunnel, come across a, a fairly, like, open room. In, in this open chamber, from what the party can see, there are various, like, mysterious clumps strewn about the room. Are they mighty? They are not, they are not mighty. As far as what they are, it's tiny spherical objects. Elagos, so, like, since you were more but it or being a druid, you can safely assume that these are probably eggs of some sort. And there's a shit ton of them. Hmm. Gross. Anyway, back to this staircase. So I think I mixed up the Mighty Ducks and Nutty Professor 2, the clumps, to get the Mighty Clumps, which is why I asked if they were mighty. <laughs> the Mighty Clumps. I was wondering why you asked if they were mighty, because I'm like, I, I thought I was just really stupid again, but no. That's our episode title. <laughs> the Mighty Clumps. I'm fine with this. All right, can I try to do something competent and real natured about these eggs? You can. Uh, 17. It is a metric fuckton of Ankeg eggs. I will almost forgot your name. I will, you know that like, you're one that in generally Ankegs are more or less large subterranean bugs. Yeah, so uh, I probably wouldn't want to stay in here for too long if uh, there's a bunch of Ankeg eggs, because then uh, there's probably a bunch of Ankegs that have laid the eggs by extension. Yeah, let's keep on moving, I guess. Where's the exit anyway? Uh. I assume we came down to this place, or can we keep going up or down the stairs? You're not on a staircase. Oh, okay. Uh, where... <laughs> I, I kind of look around for the nearest exit. Going off of the illumination that Flame Tongue provides, which is 40 feet bright, uh, 40 feet dim, you can't see an exit. Well, I guess we gotta walk through this, uh, eggy minefield. I guess, uh, we should probably be a little quiet, though. Be a little quiet and don't step on any of them. You really think one of us would be stupid enough to step in on these? Oh my god! And you just see Owl's foot go straight into one of the eggs. And in shock, he like three stooges backs up clumsily into another patch of the eggs until both of his feet have like eggs over both. <laughs> now Owl has like a green goop all over his boot. Yeah, I'll, I'll walk to possibly the opposite end of this room that I can no longer see due to illumination of light. Oh, so you're just gonna walk straight forward? 
Yeah, I'll keep an eye out. Uh, I, would I be able to roll stealth to see if I can kind of, you know, sneak through this room? Yeah, absolutely. I rolled a 17 uh, for stealth. All right. So with the 17, despite you being the literal only source of light in this room outside of Elagos, you think you're pretty fucking subtle. As the party begins to subtly make their way across this large egg chamber, uh, who has high passive perception? I think it would be... I, I do. I have a 17. 19. Roth and Andrat, 60 feet away from the party, you notice several large, 10-foot-long creatures just kind of, like, laying on the ground. Given that I know the cave is full of onk egg eggs, can I infer that these creatures lying down are onk eggs? As Owl, you look over, you you are able to confirm that, yeah, that's a big fucking onk egg. Now that everyone sees the onk eggs, one, one thing that's kind of, like, off is that these onk eggs have a, kind of, like, a, a subtle like reddish glow to them but you don't necessarily like know offhand what that would entail and that's not like we can deduce that that's not natural like onkegs no- don't normally look like that bioluminescent onkegs aren't a wholly like radical idea they're just kind of rare okay so it's not like they're being possessed by some evil magic or something okay no it's, it's just bioluminescent uh as the party keeps walking you are able to just find an exit and get through with little issue so that is a my by golly you have overcome this most devious of obstacles or more like anomstacles sleeping bugs what 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 nothing continue well i'm glad that uh that that that's pretty much behind us uh so where where are we uh where are we headed are we trying to go up or are we trying to find out those down uh what's the game plan here the plan is still to find and get rid of the machines yeah, it's probably in that uh, research and development. Uh, I kind of like take a look around to see if there's like any like signs inside of the secret passage that are like leading us in a certain direction, or if it's only one direction. And I'm just being foolish. Like, like one thing that the party's noticed is ha- as they've traversed through the secret maintenance tunnel is that it, it's pretty much like a single corridor. So, uh, should we uh, keep going then? Nah, we'll just stay in this cave full of dangerous glowing bugs instead of doing what we were paid to do. All right, all right, wise guy. Uh, I'll keep walking uh, f- forward through the secret passage. Harris, would I be able to try to stealthily, or I guess like sleight of hand, put one of the eggs into my bag? Uh, sure. Roll me sleight of hand. Not too good. Oh, I got a nat 20. So, a 21. You are, you are able to, you are qu- able to quickly and effortlessly just, just yoink an egg and place it onto your person. Tyler, if you don't mind me asking, what do you... Do you have any sort of game plan with this, or is it just you just ha- a thing you want to have? Uh, eh, you'll find out. You'll find out. It's on a need-to-know basis. And the person who needs to know will likely be Arthos when he gets attacked by Mother looking for its egg. We're gonna cut to Arthos. Last episode, Bakar, the guy who was in front of the generator who gave out equipment, he gave you a map of, like, the different maintenance levels. Where are you trying to go? Like, do you have a set destination, or is it just somewhere that's not the basement? Aye, so, the plan B, I explained to Takta, um, <clears throat> that we be destroying the machinery here, the robots, as it were. Uh, and then I look at the map for the robot room. Second floor is the bathhouse, third floor is, um, archa- the archaeology department, Third floor is Curiosities and Curios, and fourth floor is Construct R&D. 
Okay, I'm interested in the curiosity and curios or whatever you said. It curios was. and curiosities. Alright, let's make our way to the third floor. That sounds like a wonderful plan. The corridor went down. It was just a straight shot to the elevator. And fuck, to the stairwell. Nothing happened. You went up the stairs. Nothing happened. You're now on the first floor. Because there's no power, this place is pitch dark. I talk the can you see well in the dark? Yep, I can see in the dark just fine. Aye, so, uh, I'm gonna need ye to be my eyes as we, uh, make our way up the floors. Keep an eye out for any enemies. Sounds like a good plan. Let's be careful where we step. One thing worth mentioning is that because I am psionic, I am able to turn myself invisible once a day. So I might just do that at the first sign of danger, or we need to hide. Right. So Arthos, what is it like not living in the desert? I assume you're not from the desert. I am from the exact opposite, the ocean. What is this ocean of which you speak? It is entirely water. How do you walk? Ye don't. Ye have these vehicles of transportation called a boat that floats on top of the water. I don't know if you have like dune buggies or something. Delightful and weird. What do you what do you do on the sea? Do you just meander? I go where the wind leads and take what I wish. You walk forward, talk the concept you like Arthos, there is a large room ahead. I can see various creatures gathered. They seem to be large large bugs. Do you know what they look like? Well, do you remember that warning poster we saw? I those Ankathars or something. There are many of them. One thing of note, though, is that these creatures appear to be glowing a little bit, but those glowing creatures are a bit further down. However, at this point, you do hear the sounds of angry, like... I don't even know how you would describe bug noise chittering. outside of, like... Chittering. Yeah, I was gonna say, chitter chittering and screaming. You hear, like, faint chittering and screaming. Have they noticed us yet? They are some ways away from us. It appears as though two larger individuals are battling for mating rights or territory. Let's go the long way around them and make sure we give them the respectful distance. Sounds like a good plan. Alright, so I assume you're going to try and sneak? I guess I'd be, like, sneaking at a disadvantage, like, personally. Like, attempting to, but not really trying to. Alright, you said sneak with disadvantage. So roll stealth with disadvantage. A 11 and an 8. Alright, you rolled an 8. Tuck that I rolled a 24. <laughs> That's a nat 20. <laughs> you can kind of tell that, like, Tuck, like, as you two are trying to make your way around, like, Tuck is very, giving very precise directions of, like, alright, where to step, where not to step. As you do that, we're gonna cut to the rest of the party. As the rest of the party finds themselves approaching a shitty wooden bridge over a large ravine the distant sounds of chittering and screaming can be heard echoing from the bottom of the ravine so who wants to go first andrew just puts his finger on his nose <laughs> can we see how long the bridge is you can't you cannot like due to the light you cannot tell exactly how long so it's got to be 80 feet at least Mm -hmm. Alagos, couldn't you just turn into a bird or something, fly across? Oh, oh wait, shit, yeah, I could turn into a bird. You could turn into a bird. 
As the party is here, kind of mulling over their next plan of action, everyone notices that a large Ankeg just kind of skittered down the wall into the chasm. Disgusting. So I'm going to start walking over the bridge, but secretly cast Levitate on myself, so my feet are hovering like a millimeter above the planks, and I'm just pulling myself over the bridge using the rope handrails but making it look like I'm walking. I'll start walking with him. Yeah, I'll start walking. Too. I'll bring up the rear. So you're not gonna turn yourself into a bird or something? No, no reason to waste a wild shape if I don't have to use it. Gotcha. So, uh, so as the party begins to make their way on the bridge, the boards begin to moan and creak. Arthos, you hear the sounds of wood moaning and creaking. Also, as you're po as you're still poking around, at one point Takta points out that it appears as though. Something has startled one of the oncakes from up above, as it is skittering down the wall now. It not it's not aggressive though, right? Please keep all of that in. By all accounts, it is not running towards us. It appears to be running away from something above. We probably not the only ones in these tunnels, considering the staff here. So do you think we should investigate the matter, or should we just proceed as planned? Let's leave the B for the time and continue our path to the third floor. Alright, so back to the party on the bridge. Is there, is there anything you do on the bridge or no? Keep walking. Yeah, I don't, I don't see anything else to do. Roth, you're in the front but actually walking on the wood, correct? I know that I will take the lead, but I was also floating. Yes. Yeah, so I would be technically the first one walking on the wood. Yes. That's what I want to, that's what I wanted to make clear about because as you as you step forward, one of the boards gives out. Okay. Only a deck save. You got it. Don't fuck it up. The DC is monstrously low. I rolled a three. Oh my god. <laughs> Roth Roth flaws flaws falls through part of the bridge. You're able to like kind of catch yourself on the ropes that hold up this bridge. Um, Arthos, you hear the sounds of wood breaking, and then shortly after, followed by the sounds of like planks hitting the ground. This seems to have, like, angered slash disturbed the Onkegs doing their little bout. So, it's upset the Onkegs and distracted them from their bout. How close are we to, like, exiting this room? Uh, you're pretty close. Break for it! No, uh, wait. I, I, break for it. We should probably skadoodle before... Before we, before they uh, change their attention to us, we've already passed them for the most part. And then I make a, ma a dash for the exit. You make your mad dash. As you make your mad dash by the Onkegs, one thing you notice about them is you're just kind of like out of the corner of your eye. As you get close, closer to the Onkegs, you can see that they are giving off a like subtle bioluminescent glow. One's glowing red, one's glowing like neon fucking green. But you are able to cross the room. Now up to the rest of the party, what do you do about the dangling Roth? Oh, a hand here. Ella goes, give him a hand. Ender, give him a hand. I step over the empty spot. That's the opposite of what I told you to do. And then uh, after stepping over, I say, Ella goes, grab the other hand. And I, as I grab one of Roth's hands, what I want to do is I come on and lift him up so like his legs are above and then kind of just gently move him over to one of the planks. Roll athletics to pick up Roth. I'm rolling athletics. That's a 14. Vin, how much does Roth weigh? Uh, 
<laughs> Roth weighs 195 pounds. Fuck. Alright, Morgan, roll me athletics. Morgan, seemingly refusing to enunciate his results, got an 18. You, you are both able to yoink him up and presumably place him on stable ground. And thank you very much. I mean, we place him on the bridge, which, so. I know, it's quote-unquote stable ground. Not a hole in the bridge. Let's continue on. I turn into sommelier owl, the very fat version, and look at Roth and say, Why, I think you really need to eat less crittled corn, you worthless fat fuck. Yeah, fair enough. Can I, like, do, like, a check to see if there's something weird about how I was walking? Alright, I will roll me deception and Ander, roll me investigation. Uh, I got a 26 on deception. Ander, with that 5, you have no fucking clue. <laughs> like, you, she's walking just fine. Come right. on, he's walking you. Let's go. Oh my god. You are on the bridge. You make your way across with little issue. As you get towards the end of the bridge, you notice that the ropes holding up the end are very frayed. Frayed of what? Oh god. Frayed of what? What? Oh my god, shut the, shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna walk over it. Not the rope itself, but the rest of the bridge. It's held up so far. I mean, I'm not in any big rush. I'm just admiring the scenery, taking my time. It's all quite lovely if you look straight down. Yeah, well, there, there's a frayed rope at the, towards the end over there. So we should probably, uh, hurry it up a little bit. Fine by me. Let's keep going. As the party proceeds to make, like, scut hurry along, at this point there's probably 40 feet left on the bridge. When you get to about 20 feet away from the end of the bridge, the party sees the rope snap. So now the bridge kind of, like, lurches to the right as it just kind of dips. I guess it'd be a deck save or all deck save. Do both of them break, or is it only one? Right hand side broke. Left side still kind of holding on. 19 for the deck save. I get advantage from danger sense. Because you can absolutely see the ship. Oh, wow, it did not matter. I rolled two tens. I rolled a three. Do I even need to make a deck save, given I'm legit just, like, floating midair? No. You're, you're, you're just... At, at this point, it's... it's Owl's ruse has been discovered. My god. I... I think we have bigger issues. Yeah, I look at Roth's large body and say, Oh, we definitely have bigger issues. Oh, and Andrew's probably going to die. <laughs> I'm not, I'm perfectly fine. Roth, by the way, you begin to fall. Arthos, you hear the sound of a, of a falling Roth. What do you do? What does that sound like? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I guess... I guess I will have to just transform into, like, a raven or some shit. As I'm falling, I assume it's happening quite rapidly, but can I see the floor with my sh with my sword that's kind of lit up like a torch? As you fall, you are able to, like, see the bottom. Yeah, so, Harris, as, just for flavor, if I could, and also to see if it could, you know, sort of unfuck me, I'd like to use Misty Step to teleport, and then as I'm falling... Focus the uh, focus the flame tongue broadsword and use booming blade to kind of just like cause a sort of like almost collapsing explosion onto the ground, so like soften the ground of where I'm falling. 
so just kind of like it's like a like a soft impact explosion i don't know if that would if that would uh change anything but i'd like to all right so roth with your combined effort of misty step and booming blade the the harrowing damages you take from this fall only 11 bludgeoning but no um with the sound of the booming blade uh, Takta notice notes to Arthos that hey the bugs have kind of fucked up. I feel like we hyped that follow up way too much for eleven bludgeoning. I dust myself off. Am I able to see Arthos? I will still like levitating above this chasm says looks like Humpty Dumpty had a fall. And then I take my Anke gag I stole and throw it at the sound of where I think Roth landed. Roth lands. Arthos can now see Roth. Roth, you see that Arthos is accompanied by an anthropomorphic bug man, and as soon as you all like kind of like look at each, at each other, uh, Roth, you kind of see like kind of right behind you a gooey orb just kind of plops on the ground, like audibly plops on the ground. When that audible plop happens, okay, because from where you are, behind you there are two onkegs that are like fifty feet back. Once the audible plop happens. The two on kegs begin to approach you. While they do that, I just have to deal with the fact that like everyone else is on a broken bridge. So I'll do that. Ewell, Elegos, Ander, you're on a half broken bridge. You just run to the end, or what's up? I'm booking it. Do you wild shape? <laughs> As the rest of the party gets to the end of the bridge, the second rope just kind of falls, or like breaks. The bridge is down. People at the bottom of the chasm, you can see a large wood bridge just kind of swing down. I'm going to do that goofy floating walk that Pennywise does in It Chapter 2 as I slowly revert back to my normal owl form and rejoin Elagos and Jander. And when I meet back up with them, I'm just going to look over at Jander and say, You think like Roth got swarmed and devoured alive by some honk kicks because he stole an egg from one of from one of their mothers or something? From one of their brood mothers? <laughs> That'd be crazy. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> as, as as Elwell says that we cut back to the bottom of the ravine. So small gooey blob fell that drew the attention of the of the two glowing onkegs. Roth, you notice that one's glowing red, one's glowing neon green. Now Roth and the onkegs are gonna have to roll a deck save against m- m- a falling bridge. <laughs> the DC's really fucking low. This is to be being a fucking cock holster, by the way. I rolled a ten. Yeah, you're, you 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 get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> so as I kind of dust myself off from falling bridge, uh, I see Arthos and go, uh, "Hey, uh, buddy, we was looking for you. Where where you been?" I've been uh keeping myself busy. I see ye made it inside. I see ye made a new friend. Hello, I am Takatha. Hi, this is Takatha, Bugman. Huh. As, as Takta sheepishly waves. Ah, disgusting. Roth, what is your passive arcana? I mean, my arcana is a plus nine. Yeah, okay, so passive arcana is a 19. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you're aware that this is a three creed. Three creed are a race of nomadic, desert-dwelling bug people that have a slight tendency to be psionic. Nah, I see you messing, uh, talking to my brain there. Uh, nice to meet you, Takta. So, uh, you helping out, uh, a, a resident pirate here make his way through the, uh, make his way through the house of, uh, house of this, uh, here dragon? Uh, that, that is correct. Now, if you don't mind me asking, if you fell from above, were there other individuals traveling with you? Yeah, we had, uh, 
We had one raven, uh, one rambling drunk, and another floating man. Uh, but yes, we have uh, other companions, which are friends of mine and Athos. Delightful. As he says that, it just cuts up to our wool, who looks over to Elagos and says, I never cared for Roth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what what does Elagos and Raven form do? Ah! He can just fly down. There's your answer. Pumbo, what was that? Oh, uh, you want me to repeat it? Yes. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what's what's Raven and Elagos doing? Because I'm trying to make sure. Uh Iwul is trying to have a conversation with a bird currently. Okay. Iwul just continues, growing like more and more upset. And as much as I hated Roth, Arthos I think was even worse. I swear to God, I hope he didn't survive that fall. I'll be pissed if he did and somehow made some disgusting friends or something. By the way, before I, f before I forget, the two oncakes that got that might have gotten hit by the bridge, one of them got dodged out of the way, one got slapped silly for like... <laughs> <laughs> you got slapped for birth, you know. the sound it made? <laughs> this... <laughs> What are the Alright, no. So, what happens is, no, the Ankit gets slapped in the face for 20 bludgeoning by Mabridge. Are they aggressive towards us? Are they, like, running towards us? Because, like, if so, I'm going to recommend that we ditch. Alright, so, the one that got slapped fucks off. That was the one that was gl glowing green. The one that's glowing red, it's not necessarily like making a beal and trying to attack you it's, it's more so making its way towards the gooey lump roth you recognize that as one of the yonkeg eggs that you saw up above ah disgusting well i guess uh they there was an egg on that bridge but uh you guys want to keep going through this hole i assume it's uh towards some sort of exit i we've been following the map for a while oh you got a map where, where are you headed to i the third floor although if you want to catch up with the rest of them i can help lead us there too i'll be honest with you we did not have a map so i have no idea where they're going but if they're a floor above us i'd say it probably would be the third floor party up above you can like you can hear you can sort of hear the echoes of their conversation I guess Elagos is gonna swoop down. Alright, so Prologos makes his way down. Excuse me, it's Elacros. <laughs> that sounds like a, something in like an e ingredient for food, like glucose, Elacros. Honestly, yeah. High high fantasy corn syrup. Do you land on my shoulder or something? Or are you like are, are you just like cawing at us? I'ma land on the bug man's shoulder. Alright, so a, so as the raven or as Elacros lands on Takthaw's shoulder, Takthaw it looks is baffled by to his perception random bird looks all this and says what is, what why is there this bird here where did it come from elagos is going to whisper nevermore and then fly away <laughs> so yeah uh, you whisper nevermore in takta's face does it really have a like external ear elagos you just kind of fly back up or what <laughs> all right yep you fly back up takta's like what sort of harbinger was that? He said he says this to both Roth and Arthos. Well, let, let's just say it. Uh, it's lucky that it wasn't on top of our chamber door. So, uh, should we should we keep on uh, headed on up to your third floor? Uh, what, what's on this third floor anyway? Uh, since you got that map. Cheerios. I, uh, Cheerios. Cheerios. That's what Harris said. I said Cheerios. Cheerios and Cheerios. All right. Jesus Christ. Uh, I guess. Elagos is going to, yeah, he already flew away. He's going to fly back up to uh, 
where the bridge was on the opposite end of um, where we came in on and just undo his wild shape where he deems to be terra firma. Okay. Oh, Elago's good. You're back. Uh, settle this debate between me and Janda. He's saying he thinks the Goblin King can outclimb Big Hef. But I think Big Hef could climb faster than the Goblin King. Because he's just bigger. He's Big Hef. And yeah, I know goblins are good at climbing and stuff, but I mean, Big Hef is pretty dang big. Are you not curious to know what happened to the others? I mean, they're not dwarves and they're not goblins. I don't think they're going to be climbing back up here anytime soon. Fair enough. Are they at least alive, Elagos? More or less. Oh, okay. Let's keep going. Wait, Roth is alive? For Christ's sake. Wait, would you actually mind swooping back down and asking him about the goblin-dwarf crisis that's going on up here? Because it's, we're at an impasse right now, and it needs to be broken. I'm not going to ask about that. Alright, so I'm not going to label these Group Owl and Group Arthos. Group Owl keeps walking. What does Group Arthos do? Keep walking. Keep walking. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so both groups keep on walking into the darkness, so... One noteworthy development for Team Owl is that now that Roth is gone, the only light source they have... At this point, is the roughly 20 feet of light Elagos can generate from produced flame. Another noteworthy development is that rancid Italian meat smell from Roth is also gone. Uh oh, stinky. <laughs> How fast are both groups traveling? Is it just like running as fast as you fucking can or taking your time? I don't think we're running. I think I'm just, you know, normal walking. Gotcha. Alright. No reason to run. Team Arthos, you make it. Make your way around. You're on the first floor now. Find like what's clearly like a maintenance stairwell. All right. Uh, let's 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 go up to the third floor. To thoroughly expedite ship, Team Arthos makes their way up the stairwell in a truly uneventful journey. Team Awul. One thing you notice is that as you're walking through this, this secret tunnel, you find yourself on it. Like you find you approach door that's labeled. Maintenance stairwell. What do you do with it? Open it. Yeah, I'm opening it. I want to head in. You open it. You discover a metallic stairwell. At this point, you hear the sounds of peop other people walking up the fucking stairs. You can potentially surmise that your companions are, in fact, on the stairwell. Team Arthos, you hear that other people have entered the stairwell beneath you. What do you do? Avast ye hearties. We be... Be ye owl and folk. Huh? Hey guys, I found Athos. Aye, it could be said I found you. Alright, calm down. The party needs to back up. Team Owl, you notice that in addition to Arthos and Roth, there is now an anthropomorphic bugman with them. Whoa, who are you? Hell, hello, other friends. I am Takta. As Takta just sheepishly waves. Hi. I, he was in the cell across from mine. Wait, like a jail cell? Correct. Disgusting. I, I fell into the hole, and there was a prison, it was a prison cell. But I outsmarted the guards, and I made my way here. Arthur's hid in some sand. It worked extremely well. I never said it didn't. So I have a map, and I've been making my way to the third floor, where we can then, I guess, discuss where we go from there. Let's go. All right. All right. 
Uh, before we go, Elagos, do ye still have me rope? I have hemp and rope in my inventory. Was that your hemp and rope, or was that my hemp and rope? I give you the hemp and rope, and it is now yours. That's how possessions work, right? Party makes their way up the stairs. They reach the third floor. I assume you exit the stairwell. Yep. So, at this point, the, you know, kind of like the central, like, chamber of the volcano, like, where, like, the, the elevators would drop people off and whatnot, and you notice that the power is still down. However, a short distance away from the door that you walk out of, there's a large, super ornate, like, vault door. On this vault door is an insignia of a base of a blue dragon in profile. The door itself is, like, 20 feet tall. And above that is inscribed, Curios and Curiosities. Disgusting. Thanks for listening to this episode of Good Job Adventures. If you like what you just heard, be sure to let us know by rating the podcast on your preferred listening platform. It really helps us out a lot. For questions about the cast, business inquiries, or if you're looking to get rid of that end table next to your couch, contact us at goodjobadventures at gmail.com. For everything else, follow us on Twitter at GJAdventures. We promise we'll maybe follow back. Be sure to tell your friends about us, or your enemies, we're not picky. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.